Danielle and Shayla, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you both. So I first of all, just want to welcome you to the Marketing Home Marketing You podcast. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having us. You are so welcome. So, you know, when I first started seeing some of your content, Danielle, on LinkedIn, I was just so impressed at what an encourager you were to your team. And there was a specific post where you were celebrating Shayla and some of her accomplishments. And that's when I you know, was motivated to reach out to you because I think in our industry, many people have an idea of a career path, but they're not sure how to get there. They don't know how to look for mentorship. And so I wanted our conversation to really focus around how we can um, foster that type of a place where we can mentor others and then how we can continue that, how we can ask for that when we need it. But before we jump into the story of, of how everything that you guys have accomplished has come to be, I'd love to know, let's start with you, Danielle. Can you share with us just a little bit about how you started in the industry and kind of where it has taken you? Yeah. So, um, I graduated from college with a degree in business management and, um, was looking for a place to live and walked into an apartment community and they kind of sucked me in as a leasing agent and I did it for a couple months and they made me a property manager. And so for 15 years, I worked for three different management companies. I was on um, all types of properties, class A, class B, class C. I did uh, new construction, lease ups, um, value add. Uh, you know, I kind of always knew that I wanted to be a regional manager, um, but the right opportunity just had really crossed my path at the right time. Um, you know, I have two boys, a 14 year old and a nine year old. So that was kind of my focus during those 15 years of being on site. And then about five years ago, um, I joined the South Oxford management team as a regional. And so currently I have seven properties, um, four in the Savannah, Georgia market, and then three in the Jacksonville, Florida market. So. Awesome. Well, that's, that's amazing. So Shayla, what's your story? How did, how, what's your, your timeline in the, in the okay. industry? Um, so mine's very similar to Danielle's. I actually kind of just fell into the business. My dad has been in the business for over 25 years. He just retired this last year, but um they had a leasing position open at one of their assets that he was working with um, and needed someone to fill in during the sale because they were selling the property. Uh, my dad volunteered me. I started, was a leasing consultant for a few months. Um, after a few months, I got promoted to a leasing manager, which was under Danielle. Um, so she was my property manager for, gosh, most of my career, actually. She left the company I followed. She left another company I followed. <laughs> it just kind of, I just kind of followed her around because she was such a great mentor. So I went from a leasing manager to a property manager with um, Ram Partners because I had a additional really great mentor named Sherry Levine um, who took a chance on me and gave me a manager position. Um, did that for a few years, came back to Jacksonville from Tampa worked for WRH as a property manager on um, a dual site, downtown Jacks, then came back to work for Danielle as a property manager um, at a site on Gate Parkway. Did that for a few years with her, got promoted with our company, um, South Oxford at the time, 
transferred to Dallas, Texas, um, was on site for a few months there and then was promoted into a regional operations support manager role um, where, you know, I would go and assist when assets were not performing the best, kind of like a cleanup crew in a way, um, did that for a little over a year and then just recently became a regional manager with ResProp. Well, congratulations. That is so exciting. You know, I was actually just talking yesterday to another uh, friend that left a current CEO position, and he was telling me how over his career, he would, you know, make some different transitions, and he never was intentional about trying to take people, but he said at his last role, 11 people moved states to continue on with him, and I think what an incredible story you guys are sharing, because it's really a testament to leadership and mentorship. Most people usually can't wait to get away from their boss. So <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're moving to stick with your boss, that really says a lot. So congratulations. And I love the relationship with you guys. Um, I think for a lot of people that are looking to make that transition as a property manager to a regional, they're not sure how to do it. Um, Danielle, can you share a little bit? How was that transition from going from property manager to regional? Um, you know, it was, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, you know, I shared this with Shayla cause she's going through it right now, coming from a property manager to regional that, I mean, I don't know how many times I've told her in the last couple of weeks, like your first year is so hard. You will come home and you probably cry, but just know that the next day is going to be better. Every day gets easier. Um, but it was, it was really challenging because you kind of, initially step away from that, like immediate on-site, like team camaraderie. You're more so, you know, at a computer, you're more so with your hands in reports and financials and things like that. Um, you know, just really trying to like do a juggling act and balancing all these different properties. And where when you're a property manager, you're only responsible for one property and not that their job is easy in any way, but it's easier to stay focused. Once you become a regional, you have to have your hands in a lot of things and you feel responsible for everything because that's your job from the landscape to the social media to, you know, the, the financial part of it. So there's, you know, it's, it's a big juggling act and it does get easier as the more you do it. Um, Shayla's told me a few times, like I remember when she first became a property manager, one of the first conversations she had was, she was like, Danielle, this is hard. She's <laughs> like, you make it look so easy. And I'm like, I mean, I had been doing it for 10 years. Of course I made it look easy, but you know, it's because I had put in the work every day and learned the processes and learned the systems and, and knew my team. And you just have to take the time to like, you know, to learn those things and, and, and build your team and, um, it's the same thing as a regional. It's just another, another level of that. But, you know, my suggestion is, you know, get a mentor that you can, that you can follow someone that you want to be with. I personally didn't really have a mentor when I was going through it and kind of went through it like alone. Um, fortunately for me, I have my mom who's like in the business world as well. And so she's kind of guided me and talked me through those steps when I've gone from small properties to larger properties and learning how to like manage larger teams um, and letting go of some of the responsibility as you get a bigger team, because as your team gets larger, 
you can't do all those little day-to-day things. You really have to rely and trust that your team is going to perform and handle, you know, those tasks for you. And that is a, that's a, a, a very hard struggle that I face. And I know Shayla did too, you know, going, you know, going up the, um, into the bigger properties and things like that. So, you know, just having a mentor that can kind of talk you through that and give you advice is extremely helpful. Um, you know, I would say give it six months to a year because it does get, it does get better. <laughs> um, and, you know, just hiring the right people, you know, whatever that property needs or is lacking, you know, just make sure the people you hire, um, you know, they're, they're going to help you make that property successful, um, you know, in cross training and just always having that funnel um, full of backups, because especially in today's world, people are kind of jumping ship left, left and right for more money. And, you know, sometimes your budget just doesn't. <clears throat> allow for you to pay people what you want to pay them as a regional or a property manager. Um, so just always having that funnel full, you know, building good relationships, um, you know, have a team that cares. That's, you know, a, a really big factor. Um, you know, and I would tell Shayla all the time, I'm like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like she calls me and asks me, and sometimes I don't know because we don't work for the same company anymore. So I don't want to give her the wrong answer. I'm like, ask, you can ask. It's okay to ask questions um, and just empower your people. You know, don't go in as a boss, be a leader and trust that you hired the right people and that they're capable of doing the job. And I tell my managers all the time, as long as you don't do anything illegal, I can probably <laughs> fix it for you. And don't be afraid to make a mistake. It's okay. We make mistakes all the time. And you know, we just, we try to learn from them and grow from them. That's beautiful. You said so much that I want to unpack because I want to underpin that everybody can kind of get it to me. What I got from it is to go in with eyes wide open, that it is going to be hard. So it's not that you weren't a good property manager. If you become a regional and it isn't easy, it's going in with the realistic expectation building your team, giving yourself the time and the grace to set up those systems and then letting go of what you cannot control. So I'm curious, since Shayla, you're kind of in the new part of this, are you experiencing that? Is there anything that you maybe any tips that you would share with a new regional? Oh boy. Let me just tell you, it is (laughs) hard. It is a big transition. Um, because I'm used to, you know, going into like a short-term project for a few months and digging in and figuring out what wasn't working and then implementing and then kind of moving on, right? So I don't get to move on. (laughs) I have to continue this process with everyone. So, and it, like Danielle said, it's a really big juggling act. Like it, I think the hardest thing for me has been, I always want to be on site. Like I want to be with the people. I want to be on looking at what they're doing, walking their sites with them, looking at improvements and I can't. So having to like separate that and be like, no, I have to be in the office today or I have to work from home to make sure that XYZ gets done has been like a big transition for me because I am kind of a boots on the ground type of person. Um, So I think that's been one of the hardest things. And then, you know, I've, I've never been client facing. So I came from being an operation support and a property manager. So now I'm dealing with clients directly and answering those questions that 
I had people like Danielle that were my buffer before, and now I am that buffer. So, and I think balance has been a difficult transition for me because, you know, when you're a property manager, you kind of leave and well, you are supposed to leave it at the door. Like as a regional, like I go home and I, I don't stop working. <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure out that good period of like, when is it time to shut the laptop down and like um, not answer that last email or whatnot. I have not mastered that yet. So I have no pro tips for that for anybody <laughs> at this time, but ask me again in six months and I might. Um, I'm in the process of like opening a brand new region in Dallas, Texas um, with our company. So it's stuff that, you know, I haven't experienced before um, and I'm learning as I go. Thankfully, I have a really good mentor, Danielle, that I can call and like bounce ideas off of. And, you know, she's also um, super motivating because when I'm like, I, I don't know how to do this part of it. She's like, you have done so much more than that. Like, just sit down and think about the parts of your job that you can use that you are comfortable with in this task. And so I've done a lot of uh, self-reflecting, <laughs> utilizing things that I have not utilized in a while. Um, you know, I'm starting a region from the ground up. So it's back to basics at this point. And um, I'm grateful that I had a mentor throughout my entire career, not just during this step to help me get to where I am. I love how, I just really appreciate how both of you are just being so um, authentic about what it's really like, because I think it's easy for us to talk about how we want to achieve this work-life balance and ultimately we do, but I think you underpin something that's, you know, there are periods in time, like when you're taking on a new region or a new role where it is going to require a little bit more, you know, I, sometimes I'll have people say, how are you? It seems like you're so, your life is so flexible. You run a business but it's also 15 years in this role, just kind of like Danielle, you know, shared. So I think it's fair to say not to compare your first year in a role to somebody's 15th year or 10th year. Yeah, in a role year. So, um, okay. I, you guys have kind of hinted to this mentorship. I'm curious, um, Danielle, did you go in with the mindset of being a mentor since you didn't have one like what would what, what how did this come about that you became a mentor you know i i didn't i think it's just kind of like my love for people and just kind of how i was brought up and um what i was exposed to like as a teenager in high school and things like that um you know i always had some kind of role model in my life whether it was a cheerleading coach a softball coach a soccer coach my parents, um, you know, I've worked for four different management companies throughout my years. Um, two have been family owned and operated, uh, one REIT, and then currently South Oxford Management. So I've kind of seen both worlds of the property management. And I have been very fortunate to have very good leaders. Like um, I've learned a lot from them. Um, I just have not ever had the relationship that I have with Shayla. Um, and so I think I kind of always wish I had that. I just didn't, I didn't realize really till she came into my life, but with her and I, it was very natural. Um, you know, she came in very hardworking and was extremely loyal from the beginning and she would put in the work. So it just like, it naturally like fit. I didn't really ever consider myself like a mentor. Um, but you know, since her, there's, 
been other people that have reached out to me when they've moved into a regional role or a property manager role. And, you know, they've pointed out or, or literally have just come out and asked me, can you be my mentor? Um, and I love that. I mean, I just try to be a good person every day. And I think like being kind and positive and happy and like just truly caring for people um, is, you know, the first part of being a good mentor. And I think that's just, that's just me in general. It's not me trying to like be something that I'm not. Um, I, you know, this July was 20 years for me in the multifamily industry. So I have a lot of experiences and scars to share. And, you know, I love sharing those with my teams. Um, you know, they, we see different things still to this day. Like we have not seen it all. Um, but a lot of my experiences, you know, we can kind of tie into some of the things we're still seeing today. So I share those stories with them. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, hey, I want to be a mentor. <laughs> right. But I think that it's so nice the way that you said it, because, you know, a lot of times people say, I want to get mentored by someone, but they're not easy to mentor. They're not taking the steps that make it, you know, that make you look at them and say, man, let me take you under my wing. Or it sounds like you guys just kind of had a great fit because y'all had similar core values, work ethic, and then it just took off. And I think for someone new in their career looking to grow, the power of your team is now going to, to me, I see that as a huge opportunity because we don't know where we're going to end up. But when you can say that you've been able to develop a team and that they're loyal to you, you know, that's a huge asset wherever you go. So I think that's a really neat perspective that has been maybe a plus side that maybe you didn't go into with that as your, you know, initial, initial thought. So I'm curious, Shayla, how, you know, you shared some of the ways, but is there any specific things that you can think of in the past that maybe Danielle has helped mentor you through that now looking back, you're like, how would I have gotten through that? Or just maybe a style that she has that worked with your personality. I think, you know, Dan, she had a really great point. She is who she is. And that's part of like, why she is such a great mentor. Like she never pretended to be somebody else. She never like, hardballed anything or had this like tough exterior because she was my property manager or my regional because I've had her through all of those roles that she's had. Um, so I think one of the biggest things that she has taught me is the value of supporting your people. So Danielle is probably the most supportive regional I have ever seen. Like she will come to your site and she will answer the phones. She will walk the, the property with you with the landscaper, rain or shine. She will be there if it's hailing or snowing, which doesn't in Florida, but you know, she, <laughs> she will come out and assist you. Um, and she does it with like such grace. Like you never feel like she's forced to be there. So I've like taken that on in my career, like that same type of mentality where like I treat people the way that I would want to be treated. Like I treat them kindly and with grace. I, you know, always make sure that I ask questions when, you know, mistakes are made or things are not running the way they should be. I don't point fingers and she has taught me that. <laughs> um, so this like last year was the first time that I had somebody ask me to be their mentor. And I was like, 
whoa, I'm at that point in my life. And the reason, you know, I was like, "Uh, are you sure you don't want somebody with a little more experience? Like, you know, she's like, no, like, I love the way that you've come into our site with like a positive outlook and turned it around. Like you've made me enjoy my job again. And I haven't done that in a long time. So I've now taken what she has taught me and now instilling it in somebody else within our industry that is growing and evolving into hopefully a property manager soon. Um, and I would not have been able to do, I, I mean, some of my personality is similar to hers, but my management style, I think was shaped a lot by hers. Um, because I've had other leaders who did it differently and I didn't take well to it. So I made sure that I was like, if I ever get to this point in my life, like this is not the type of leader I would be. This is the type of leader I want to be. So I had like good and bad examples. Um, and uh, she was definitely the good example. And it's kind of what I, my management style is like mirrored to hers. Um, everyone says we are very similar. And we are, we do have some differences, um, but like career-wise, I think our management style and the way that we treat people and the teams that we build and how those teams follow us are very similar. Um, and so I have her to thank for that. So Beautiful. I love how it's being passed on. You both mentioned, you know, positivity and making people feel good. I and my career have found the same thing. Do you guys think that it's because maybe we just don't see so much of that. Like we just don't like the norm isn't to be positive and the norm isn't necessarily to be like kind always, even though people say they want to like the day to day, do you all find that that just in itself, like take out skill sets? Do y'all find that that's kind of one of the biggest things that can just make an impact on your team and the people around you? I think that is 100% part of it. Um, I've been on sites, you know, where teams were, ready to walk out because of the way that they were treated. And, you know, I was told they weren't good employees and we were going to be like phasing them out. And then I get there and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. They're great employees. They are stressed and they are tired, but they are good employees. And after a few months, like you see that turnaround and that um, affect that, you know, a positive attitude and positive confirmation and affirmations can do to these people. Um, so I, I think it's a big part of it. Skill has, you know, in our industry, you do have to have a certain skill set to succeed. But I think if you don't have somebody that's in your corner helping you because our industry is so stressful, you let the negative kind of creep in and, you don't, you're not as successful. So I I think having a positive leader that leads by example and by positivity, I don't know how else to word it, but it's um, kind of do or die in our industry right now. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that, Danielle, your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I agree a hundred percent with what Shayla just said, you know, and especially during like COVID, you know, was really hard on all of our teams. Um, you know, I mean, as if their job wasn't hard enough, COVID kind of, you know, intensified everything a lot more on top with our employees having to deal with their own personal struggles with COVID and people getting sick. And so, you know, if, if we can come in as regionals and, you know, come in with, you know, a smile and just appreciation and, um, you know, I think that that goes a long way. And, you know, every employee we have is motivated by something different. And so 
they can get lost if you have a regional or a leader that doesn't care enough to know what drives them because they will move on. And so, you know, one thing I've always done when I was on site and even as a regional, you know, I just really try to like get to know my managers and, you know, my on-site team. So I have a, like a connection with them when I go on site and, and just check in with them. You know, how are the kids doing? How was the first day of school? You know, did they catch the bus? Um, you know, Shayla, when she was a property manager, she always did like a really good job with celebrating her team's birthday. Um, sometimes to the extreme, she had a maintenance guy that liked tacos and they did like this huge taco cake thing. Like, you know, so it's those little details that we, um, that we give our employees that kind of just build that, that team and, um, you know, and, and they trust us and we're available for them. And again, I mean, we just, we come in as a leader and not as a boss because those hard conversations and the, the, the duties and the list and all that stuff is going to come. I mean, they're going to have to do those things, but you know, they're more inclined or happy to do it and do a better job. Um, if, if they know where they're kind of walking the trenches with them and, and where they're with them or not just kind of like, you know, telling them what to do all day long. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are all about building that equity before the time comes that you have to have some of those conversations because then it's like, they know that you care. So if you're bringing something to their attention, that might be a little negative that you've got all this great equity built up already. So mm -hmm. I'm curious, Danielle, because, you know, it, you, now that you've been a regional for so long, how do you keep in mind what it was like to be a manager? Like, how does that influence your regional style? Um, I mean, honestly, I remember that first year like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. It was really tough. Um, I mean, there was many nights where I cried like, oh, my God, what did I do? I even went and interviewed at a new Lisa thinking I wanted to go back on site. And thank God I didn't, you know, go in that direction that and thing, I stuck like it out and <laughs> continued with like the training and just kind of pushed through because just my personal style is not to give up. Um, even though it was, it weighed on me very heavy. Like I, you know, was very close to giving up, um, but I didn't. And so I, you know, I think about that a lot. And so if I do have, you know, hard days as a regional, I just like remember what I went through. And even as a property manager, you know, I started at 152 units and then I went to 250 and then 330 and then 502 units and multiple sites. And um, so I just remember those hard days that I had and how I got through them and how they get better and that the next day is always easier. And again, you know, I just always laugh when Shayla tells me she's in the same thing as a regional. She's like, you just made it look so easy. I'm like, because I've been doing it for five years. I mean, you cannot compare me to you. And I tell her that all the time, you know, and going back to what she said earlier, you know, she's transitioned into this role in the last month or two. And, and she'll call me in kind of this panic mode over something that she doesn't know. And when I can kind of calm her down and I just tell her, I'm like, you know, this, it's just, it's just formatted differently, or it's just, you know, spelled out differently. I'm like, you know, this, and I just can like calm her and talk her through it. And I'm 
I don't do anything for her. She does all the work. And actually I asked her to send it to me. I'm like, let me see what you did because I'm so proud of her. So, you know, having that mentor that can just kind of calm you down and just remind you that it's, it's okay. You know, it just take a breath and, um, you know, sit down and, and do the work and hard work and dedication. Just, you know, they just go such a long way. Well, Danielle, I love that your style is not to go and like take something off of somebody's plate just by doing it. I love that you're about, because you've said it several times and Shayla mentioned it also. It's like, you're kind of inspiring that confidence to say you've done hard things before. Remember, we've been through this. It's a similar skill set. It might not be the same details, but you can do it. And sometimes it's just hearing it from someone that you admire, that you care about, that you know cares about you, that you're like, okay, I can do it, you know, and that feels really good. So um, I think you guys, when you're talking about mentorship, it's such a two-way rewarding relationship because it's not just the one that's getting mentored, that's getting something. The mentee is also like, you're celebrating Shayla's successes along the way, I'm sure. A hundred percent. I'm so proud of her. It's like, she's my child. (laughs) (laughs) I she love celebrated with me. I mean, so many times when I got promoted and moved to Dallas, she went with me to Dallas before to make sure that I was comfortable to see where I was living. We went and shopped my comps before I started. Then when I was deciding to leave a company that I'd been with for years to take on this role with ResProp as a regional, it was a struggle. Like, I mean, I went back and forth and back and forth. And we had some really like good conversations about, what I was ready for and what I thought I was ready for and what she thought I was ready for and the path that I should take and not like not being afraid and things like that. And without that support, I don't think I would have made that jump. Like, I don't think I could have, like, I would have just, you know, stayed in my role that I was comfortable in and kept going, but I needed that person to like push me and motivate me and, tell me like, it's, it's time for you to take this challenge. Like you are ready at this point. There's nothing else I can do or give you to make you more prepared. So yeah, she's definitely celebrated all of my wins and cried with me in my losses. So (laughs) I, it's like the mama bird that's like pushing the baby, like, okay, you're gonna, gonna she was like trying to hold on to one wing though. (laughs) Wait, Okay. Go, but don't go, but go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a beautiful thing because I think sometimes people think that in multifamily or even just among women, that it's always a competition. And it's like, it really isn't if you have the right person that's backing you. And I've, I found that in my career too. Like I had so many great mentors, like that helped me when I was first starting Sprout, I had a a really great mentor. And I remember sitting outside with her too. We were, had sonic drinks and I was like crying, like, I'm so scared because I had a cushy job to leave. And it's exactly that. Sometimes just somebody talking it through and like, what's the worst that could happen? Okay. You've done this. And you just need that, that sounding board. And even though family can do that to a certain extent, it is very helpful when it's someone that's walked your path, you know, to really make it possible. So what if someone doesn't have a good boss? This is a unique relationship that you guys have fostered. What could someone do that is looking for a mentor that Maybe the mentor isn't who they work for. How would you guys approach that? If either of you wants to maybe respond on how could someone go about finding a mentor that maybe isn't someone they're working for currently? I don't think your mentor has to necessarily be somebody in your industry or somebody that 
has, you know, worked in property management. A mentor is somebody that, you know, will guide you in any, it can be in like your personal life or your professional life. Like I just got lucky where Danielle did both for me. Um, so I think if you don't have somebody that you work with, the more people that you meet like out or, you know, maybe you're at an industry event and you meet a vendor that you really connect with that's been in the industry for 20, 30 years. Like those people can be your mentors as well. It's just about a comfort level. It doesn't have to be your boss. It doesn't have to be your VP or anything like that. It has to be the person that you're comfortable with and that you're comfortable with like them guiding you through a path because your mentor can also make or break you. Like I've seen people choose the wrong mentors and they've led them down paths where I'm like, Ooh, you know, and we're, we started in the industry at the same time and I've gotten to this point and they're, they kind of got left in the dust because of who they chose to lead them. Um, so I, I think just making sure that you build that connection, it doesn't have to be as strong of a connection as me and Danielle have, but (laughs) It needs to be somebody that you truly do trust and that you see them like evolving in their career. And that's the mentor that you should choose. But you know what, Shayla, everybody's going to be so jealous of this relationship. <laughs> they're going to be like, how can we get in on this like girl gang here? That you guys have created. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> like, you can't sit at the table. You, you can sit with us. It's, that's the mentality. You can sit with us, just not on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. <laughs> so Danielle, how would someone approach you? You know, I think about that a lot because it is an investment of time. Um, how can someone, and not not you specifically, but in a sense, like what would show you that someone is looking for a mentorship? Like what would someone come to you and ask for? I mean, I've had a few along the way, like when Shayla left, I mean, a couple of my managers kind of jokingly on the sidebar said to me, oh, now you can mentor me or, you know, just joking like that. Um, Like I said, I've had managers leave me um, to go be regional managers. And I mean, they just pick up the phone and call me and they're like, Hey, you know, can you be my mentor? Let's go grab a drink. Let's go grab lunch. You know, I think being just honest with like your expectations and your needs. Um, you know, for me, I have, I don't have obviously like what Shayla and I have, but I do have people that, you know, motivate me and that I look up to. Um, some know, some don't know, some, I just kind of watch from the sidelines. Um, you know, sometimes it's just a post that somebody puts on Instagram or Facebook. And so I think, you know, because I love my teams and that truly is what makes me happy is being with my teams. And, you know, they always love like the dress down Friday, or if we show up and we're all in the same, you know, coordinated colors or anything like all those things just kind of make it fun. And so I love like showcasing that on LinkedIn and people will message me all the time. And it's not even really a post about anything. It's just, oh, I came to my, you know, Jacksonville properties today. And so like, it's nice to see that that like does inspire people to just like want to build that team camaraderie. Cause that's like what I've grown up with my whole life was, you know, being a part of a team and, you know, I think it just makes you want to like come to work and, you know, and be happy and work together as a team. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think I'm so glad you brought up the social media part because sometimes 
our mentors, you know, both of you brought good points out about that. There, there, it's not somebody that's next door. It's not somebody that, but you can be inspired by different things that different people bring out. And I do, I love those LinkedIn posts. That's how I saw y'all's connection. And you can tell it's genuine, you know, even though sometimes social media only gives you a snapshot. If you start following somebody for a long time and their values align with yours, you can start to see that and you can see, okay, we feel the same way, or I love the way she's making her team feel. Maybe I'm going to try a dress down Friday or where we come coordinated. So I think it's really nice to never underestimate the power of just even that positivity online where you're, you know, shouting out your team, you're showcasing those really great wins. Ladies, this has been so fun. I wish we could talk for like two hours, but I do. I want to wrap up with a question that I think is on everybody's mind. Y'all both alluded to it and it's overwhelm. And I know, you know, this isn't a podcast about saying that everything is just fixable and overwhelm doesn't exist. I think we've been pretty real that we've all been overwhelmed at times. What are some strategies that help you guys when you're dealing with um, overwhelm? I'll start with Danielle since, um, you know, you're the, you're a little more seasoned. Shayla's, <laughs> Shayla, I'm coming to you. So you better start thinking. <laughs> Just say it. I'm older. I know. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. You're the mentor. Okay. We're coming <laughs> to you first. So what are some things just over the years that you've picked up for dealing with overwhelm? Um, again, you know, I say just, you know, reach out to your mentor and, you know, again, just making sure it's someone that can kind of talk you off that ledge because like in Shayla's case, that's all she needed. She just needed someone to calm her down, tell her to breathe. Um, something else that I taught her many years ago when she first came to me as a leasing manager was to get a planner and just, you know, write down stuff, whether it's a planner or your outlook calendar, but stay organized, plan each day with a list. Um, you know, and, and just prioritize like what's the most important thing. Um, communicate with your teams, what's on your plate. I, you know, again, try to be available hundred percent of the time for my teams. And sometimes as a regional, that's just not going to happen. Um, so if there's days or weeks that I'm like really tied down with financials or, you know, stuff with ownership or some big project. I always let my teams know like, Hey, I got to go off the grid for a few hours. I'm not going to be available, you know, um, you know, shoot me an email and whatever. I just try to always let them know, you know, what's going on if I'm not able to, you know, take their calls. Um, you know, always ask for help because if you try to figure out every single thing on your own, it can be really overwhelming when, you know, like Shayla just picks up the phone and she calls me and, um, if I don't have like her specific answer, you know, we figure out who she needs to reach out to. Don't bog yourself down. Like we don't expect, and I mean, my owners don't expect me to know everything. And, you know, my, my boss doesn't expect me to know everything. So ask questions. Um, and again, just know that whatever it is, it's going to pass. And, you know, we try to learn from, you know, today and make the next day a better one. Um, but there's always tomorrow and you get a chance to redo it again and start over and just be better than you were the day before. It's like Groundhog Day and multifamily, right? We just do it over yes. and over and over again. And we're like, oh, skip that pothole and yep. wait <laughs> that crazy resident and do all the good things. That's such good advice. I, I especially love the fact that you said that, hey, there's those times that you do need that really uninterrupted time, but letting your team know that allows for that uninterrupted time. And then they're not like wondering, okay, where is Danielle? Why isn't she available? I think that's yes. great. 
Yeah. Okay, Shayla, you've had some time. So how are some ways that you're working on getting through this overwhelm? Can I just say ditto? Just <laughs> you know, I think big part of it is I know that I have a lot of support. Like I have Danielle, who is a great leader and a great mentor. I have Sherry from Ram, who is super financial savvy and helps me with tons of financial questions that I don't understand. I have a really good VP of operations, uh, Jordan Goforth, who is just always available when I'm like, hey, kind of lost. Where do I go from here? Like he'll jump on a call with me for two hours going over like simple things. And he explains them really well. I have my dad who comes from the industry from the maintenance side who you know, guides me when I have a maintenance question and don't understand it. So I think my like biggest thing when I get overwhelmed is I use my resources. Um, I've always been a very resourceful person. So I will sit back and I'll say, okay, I know who is really good at this. I'm going to call that person. And if they don't answer, I'll go down the line. <laughs> I'll try Danielle. I will try Sherry. I will just work it until I figure out an answer. And um, I do also think when I tend to get overwhelmed, because I am new in my role, having that uninterrupted time, like, we have a nice big corporate office in Austin with tons of offices in it. So if I know that I have to focus on something and I know that it's something I'm not that comfortable with yet, I just disappear into one of those offices. But I do tell like my teams and things like that, like, hey, I'm working on this budget for the next few hours. Like, let me know if you need anything, but I'm going to be in this room type of thing. So I definitely agree with her on that. And then when I accomplish something that, you know, I was very stressed about or overwhelmed, like I celebrate it yes. because right now it's, everything is like my first time doing it like on my own. So if I deliver a budget and it's great and I did it from A to Z, I'm like, heck yeah, wine tonight. I'm going <laughs> to go to sleep before 10, super excited. Or if, you know, we just did like a big marketing pitch for a new client and, I think we did a phenomenal job on it. Like afterwards I called Danielle and I was like, I felt so in my element. Like this is exactly like why I wanted to be a regional, like just celebrating those small wins that I think we forget to do have like kept me going. Like, I'm like, this is a small win and it's leading me to a bigger win. And yeah. then there's going to be a bigger one after that. So I think that's my advice to any new regionals coming in is, you know, make sure you're celebrating the things that you are accomplishing because there is a lot more that we're not accomplishing. So <laughs> <laughs> that'll take some time, but just celebrate and use your resources. That was beautiful. You know, you said something that I think we should really highlight is that you don't have to have one mentor to fill every single role to have mentors mm -hmm. that excel in different areas. Like my team does not need to come to me for the financial part. That's my business partner. <laughs> I can be your motivator and I can give you the best pep talk, but don't ask me to look at the budget. And so I think that's what's kind of cool about what you said is that you've got someone for every different thing. And then two, not to forget to celebrate. I think sometimes the longer we've been in, an, in the industry, we just accept something as like, oh, okay, check, done, done. But the celebration gives us that pause to really think about what we've done. Well, this has been so much fun. I have loved getting to know both of you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast. And I hope that so many people will get value from this. What is the best way if people want to connect? Would y'all say LinkedIn is one of the best ways that you guys are, are active on social media? 
Yes, definitely. LinkedIn is great. Um, I've made tons of connections on LinkedIn and so is Danielle. So hit us up. <laughs> awesome. You guys are going to be, you guys are going to be the new dynamic duo mentorship. <laughs> team. And for everybody that's listening, I will make sure and include y'all's handles in the show notes. So if anybody wants to check it out, thank you so much ladies. And I cannot wait for everyone to hear this. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Yay, guys, that was so fun.